You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Payhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, indeed, and welcome into another edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. My name, of course, is Alex Reamer, and we are going to be all NFL today. That's right. Everybody's weighing in. Al Michaels, Tony Dungy, Tom Brady, Tony Romo. I'm going to do the same, but don't worry. It'll be a bit different, as it always is. Uh, Everybody wants to cover sports media. That's a saying that uh, has been spouted by many people, not just me, but... The last few days have definitely shown that to be true. I would say the biggest story coming out of NFL wildcard weekend, or I'm sorry, super wildcard weekend. I mean, first of all, can we just say, is there anything more infantilizing than making grown men say super wildcard weekend (laughs) continuously, uh, you know, over a three hour NFL broadcast? I mean, my goodness, super wildcard weekend. What makes it different, Jim? It's super. I mean, how silly. But anyway, uh, I would say the biggest story from Super Wildcard Weekend was not the Chargers blowing their 27-point lead to the Jaguars, the Dolphins nearly beating the Bills, Giants beating the Vikings, Ravens, Bengals. No, no. The biggest story was Al Michaels and Tony Dungy and their absolute snooze fest of a performance during Chargers-Jaguars, that aforementioned comeback, the third biggest comeback uh, third biggest uh, postseason comeback in NFL history, an all-time classic, an all-time classic. And Al Michaels and Tony Dungy really barely raised their voices above a whisper. And the crowd noise could not be heard. The mixing was off. It was just a bad telecast all around. And this week, Al Michaels, in a couple of text messages to New York Post sports media reporter Andrew Marshand, Fired back at his critics. And I will say, I do appreciate this. I mean, Al Michaels may be the greatest sports broadcaster ever, but he hears the criticism. And I like that he's not afraid to let people know that and not afraid to let people know that it bothers him because clearly it does. This is what he said to Marshand. Quote, a lot of folks who understand this industry are annoyed with the -the over-the-top yelling that makes a game sound like an offshoot of talk radio, he wrote. I'm in that corner, but there are others who obviously think otherwise. Michaels added that he was, quote, very happy with his performance and isn't trying to, quote, create over-the-top YouTube hits. Well, first of all, you do, again, have to appreciate uh, the, the scorn in Al Michaels' voice and the superiority in his voice when he, uh, writes the message, a lot of folks who understand this industry are annoyed with over-the-top yelling, saying, uh, yeah, 
for those who actually understand sports broadcasting, my silent performance Saturday night was a good thing. And if you think I should have been, I don't know, excited when the Jaguars completed their 27-point comeback and their kicker nailed the 36-yard field goal, uh, you know, then you don't know what you're talking about because real broadcasting aficionados appreciated that when <laughs> Riley Patterson kicked the game-winning field goal, I said, just like this, here we go for the win. Flag down as everyone is running out onto the field. <laughs> I mean, really, again, the Jaguars complete one of the greatest comebacks in NFL playoff history, an all-time classic, as I mentioned, and Al Michaels' final call on the game-winning field goal as time expired, by the way, making it even more exciting. His final call, there's a flag down as everybody is running out onto the field. I mean, you know, it's, it's, do you believe in miracles or there's a flag down as everyone else is running out onto the field? I mean, they are close, I will say. They are pretty close. Um, and look, you know, I think Al Michaels is 78 years old and he clearly was miserable for most of the season calling lousy Thursday night games on Amazon. And I think it is possible that at this stage in his illustrious career, and again, I think he is the greatest and most accomplished sports broadcaster ever. It's understandable if he doesn't quite have the passion that he used to. I think we saw that all year on Amazon, and we certainly saw that Saturday night. And if you want to defend Al for his, you know, I think really just biting, <laughs> sarcastic, and just grumbly work on Amazon this year, you could say, okay, well, the games absolutely sucked. True, most of the games did absolutely suck. But Saturday night's game, Chargers-Jaguars did not suck. That was incredible. And Al Michaels couldn't get up for it. Um, and neither could Tony Dungy, of course. I mean, Dungy in general is just so mediocre as a studio analyst and so low-key. I, I have no idea why NBC puts him in the, in the booth from time to time. Uh, he's their number two color guy. He was also in the booth uh, Thanksgiving night when the Patriots took on the Vikings and was uh, letting his anti-Patriots buy a show. That's for sure. Um, at Outsports, where I also work, uh, we wrote a series of columns last week and through the weekend about Tony Dungy and his long history of making anti-LGBTQ statements. Uh, we've covered that before on the show with Sid Ziegler, one of the co-founders of Outsports. Dungy has been an outspoken uh, critic of same-sex marriage. LGBTQ rights. He publicly voiced his disapproval when Jason Collins and Michael Sam publicly came out as gay as well. Uh, as recently as June 2020, August 2021, he's expressed anti-LGBTQ views on Twitter. And this upcoming March, Tony Dungy will be a featured speaker at an event hosted by a rapidly anti-Christian, uh, anti-gay Christian evangelist, Andrew Womack, who was equated being gay to murder, among other statements. So very, very reasonable stuff. Uh, and James Brown, by the way, the host of NFL Today on CBS, will also be a guest speaker at that event in March. And like Dungy, has been a guest speaker at Womack's events for years. Um, but unlike Dungy, James Brown is not, at least from what Google can tell, and believe me, I've searched, he has not publicly expressed his views on gay rights or same-sex marriage, unlike Dungy, who has left no doubts about where he stands. And look, you know, I'm not advocating for Tony Dungy or anybody to lose their job for their personal views on political or social issues. 
But I do think in 2023, it's more than fair to want answers. Tony Dungy has made his standpoint clear. He's made his viewpoint clear, I should say. Um, NBC has not. I mean, he's been one of the faces of their Sunday night football package for years and years. NBC pays the NFL billions of dollars to air Sunday night football in the Super Bowl every three or four years, some playoff games as they did on Saturday night. And who do they put as the color analyst for their primetime game on Saturday night? Tony Dungy. And I think, again, in 2023, it's worth asking NBC for some answers, not just about Tony Dungy and their feelings on his anti-LGBTQ statements, but also uh, answers for Saturday night, because that was a subpar telecast all the way around, a bored out Michaels, an overmatched and drowsy Tony Dungy was not a recipe for success. It was a terrible, terrible broadcast.